0: What is up, everybody? I am George Massey. Please say hello to my co-host, Kara. So, 9A Fiance, the other way, this was the finale slash tell-all so this was episode 15 season four the other way so i want to jump in because we did get a finale which i'm glad i'm glad that we got some closure at the end but we also started to get part one of the part three tell-all which we have to discuss but first we're going to talk about this wedding that we got we only got two weddings this season so we saw chris and jamie get married and then on this tell-all we kind of saw chris and jamie's entire relationship go up in shambles and flames A complete disaster explosion. But I do want to focus a little bit on Gabe and Isabel because this wedding was overshadowed by the absence of one person. Monica decided that she was going to get on a plane and go all the way to Colombia and then decide not to attend the wedding, which kind of sent Gabe into a spiral. Yeah. You know, it kind of emotionally affected him. And he actually showed up to the wedding at the very last minute, and he tried to make the best of the day. But unfortunately, he let the idea of Monica not wanting to share this moment with him get to him. And I felt really bad because it was a beautiful ceremony, and there were so many people in attendance who were happy for them. And I just wish that Gabe was able to focus on that. But the only thing that he could think about was, why wouldn't my sister want to be a part of this? And we all at home had the same question. Yeah. Monica, why didn't you want to be a part of this beautiful thing that your brother and his wife was doing and being in Colombia and not going just shows the extreme level of petty, right? Yes,
1: Absolutely. But I have to say, Isabel did so amazing when she found out, she noticed Monica wasn't there. And she was like, you know what? It's my day. I'm not going to let Monica ruin it. And she just went about her business so kudos to her. And, you know, good good on Gabe, the way he handled it, too, because even though he was really, really bothered by her not being there, he still held his head up high and just went about his day, too. So good for both of them. It was a gorgeous wedding.
0: It was amazing. I wish I was there. And I love right. the, the support. They were surrounded yep. by so much love and support. Isabel's kids were so ecstatic oh my to gosh, welcome so Gabe cute. into the family, right? And yes. Isabel's parents were there. And Gabe's mom walked him down the aisle. It was just such a beautiful ceremony. And Monica is going to have to live with the fact that she can only use these videos in this show as a reference of the beautiful moment that she denied herself from yep. experiencing. Because no she one. Yes, yeah, she did this all on her own. She's going to have to live with the fact that she could have experienced this with her brother and she didn't. So I want to talk about. Nicola Mahmood, because we found out that they are very close to a spousal visa interview. And we also found out that Mahmood has been having chats. Now, this is a woman in China. Well, she said chats as in like plural. So, but she only mentioned this woman in China and he's asking her inappropriate questions, especially for a married man. Like, did you get home from your hotel? Okay. And, you know, personal stuff. And it's really interesting because everybody at home, when we were live tweeting, were like, he was the one who was so like, oh, you have to follow this religion, you have to do what's right, you have to be in right in the eyes, you know, of the religion and the Quran. And he's out here inappropriately chatting with women, yeah. and he almost seemed unapologetic, right? It yeah. wasn't just me, because in yeah. my mind. The way that he said it was, well, why would you go through my phone? He didn't say, well, you know what? I shouldn't have been saying that and I shouldn't disappear and you have no idea where I am. And I shouldn't definitely shouldn't be talking to other women behind your back. But he almost felt like, well, you shouldn't look through my phone. That's none of your business. And I'm thinking as a married man, what's in your phone is her business. Absolutely. Absolutely. He made this statement. He was like, well, in America, since she will be making the money and I won't, we're one unit. We're like one person. I was like, well, if you're one unit, what's in her phone and what's in your phone are one thing. So she has the right to know who you're talking to. And I was just really shocked because he was so gung ho on changing Nicole so she could be right in his eyes and right in the religion that he believed was right he's not even following the religion. I'm pretty sure his religion does not say that he can go and talk to other women behind his wife's yep. back. So I don't know if getting a spousal visa and coming to America is going to instantly like make their problems go away because Nicole seems to think, well, as long as we go to America, we can make this work. And I was like, well, my foods made it clear. He's going to be Muslim in any country that he's in. And even his unborn children, he said yep. are going to be Muslim. So I don't know how far this relationship will go. Because of all the relationships I thought would have ended, at least at the Talal or before, this was one of my top of my list. Yeah. Like I, I never saw compatibility with yep. Nicole and Mahmoud. So what's going on here? Why are they still together? They're kind of like defying the odds, but in a bad exactly.
1: way. Well, I don't think that they're going to last, especially once he gets to America. But first of all, whether they're married or not, if you get angry and you storm out and you leave your phone behind... That right there is says, go ahead and go through it because I didn't want to be tracked down, but I left it unlocked for you to see. So she was totally right. I feel like but once they once he gets to America, it's going downhill from there.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And like you said, if if he left the phone there, it was unlocked. Did he want her to know? Yeah. Like Did he was he trying to blow up the marriage? Because that was yep. another thing that crossed my mind because I was like, he's unapologetic. And he left the phone there knowing that she had the option to open it and see what was going on and to know what he was saying. Like, maybe that was the plan. Maybe he was like, well, I don't really actually want to go to America. So maybe if she finds out what I'm doing, she'll go back to America and we can end this and I can move
1: on to the next I felt the same thing. I felt the exact same way. I was like, that seems like self-sabotage, but in a way that you want it to go.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about Jen and Rishi because Jen had to go and reach out to Rishi to make sure that he fully understood that they were no longer together because he was still calling and he was still asking to see her. And she was like, I don't think that he fully understands that we are no longer together. And I really do feel that in his heart, he still to this day feels that he's going to be able to make it work because he even talked to his friend, the astrologer. And the astrologer was like, look, I chose to be your friend. And not your astrologer, but I never saw in the stars that you guys were going to be together. He's like, but I, he I never
1: to- said that, never said that he gave him dates instead of saying that it's never going to work. So he I feel like the astrologer was wrong. He should have told him from the beginning. It doesn't line up ever. Yeah, I, I don't like the
0: deceitfulness in that because yeah. giving someone a specific date and saying, well, wait to say on this date and then things might work out, knowing that he said he was he was very clear. He was like, I never saw from the beginning when you yeah. brought this to me that the stars would align for this. And I know being a friend is, is tricky ground because you need to be supportive of your friends and you need to make sure that you are being encouraging. But yeah. lying, like blatantly yeah. lying to your friends, that's yeah. a different level. You know, I think yeah. that support and encouragement never fall under the thin um, line of lying and being yeah. deceitful. So What I think- got
1: me, though, was when Rishi said, I believe in love more than astrology. Well, if that's the case, you should have told your parents right out of the gate. You didn't need to wait for what the astrologer said. But he, he was so emotional it just it tugged at my heartstrings I can't help but feel sorry for him he loves her I mean and it's obvious he loves her
0: yeah I see it and I know Jen was like I'm trying to be emotionless You know, I'm trying to not let him get to me because she loves him too. She knows that if she lets her guard down and her feelings in, she knows that there's a possibility that she's not going to walk away. So on the way there, she's like, "I have to be as emotionless as possible. I can't let anything that he says or how he reacts get to me." She needed to be strong, but I still feel when she left, there's still a possibility. Like I know in his mom's eyes, there's no possibility, but we saw Submit made a decision outside of his mom's. You know discretion. So yeah. will Rishi stand up? I think they said on Pillow Talk, put on his big boy pants and make that decision.
1: I think and, he will. I mean, I it's
0: what he, he really wants. Much. Yeah, I think it's he what he really much. wants. It will. I hope so, because three years is a long time. And even yeah. he said, he's like, I waited three long years just to have what I wanted ripped away from me. And I can't yeah. even imagine how that feels. So yeah. I want to talk about this crazy, wild, insane confrontation between Chris and Jamie because it got physical, right? Like I'm
1: so pissed. I am so pissed.
0: We've seen confrontations on the show before, but they don't get physical. Yep. So the fact that she physically removed Jamie from the car and slammed the door, it was just, it was crazy to me. Yes. I didn't even know how to react. The fact that you were angry, I get it. The fact that you were upset, you are frustrated, you're, you feel A lot of different emotions, but to physically push her, it was just too much for me. I was like, first of all, Jamie looks like the type of person that has never laid her hands on, like, an insect. Like, she's literally the most kindest, softest person that you would ever meet. So the idea that you would need to push her physically is ridiculous. Like, yes – she wanted to have a conversation and you didn't. And I know that that's how arguments take place, but yelling and screaming and and getting physical, this is crazy to me. And, and even up until the last possible moment, you could still see Jamie trying to hold on yeah. to whatever was left to this relationship. Even after she said, I'm done, I'm sick of you. Um, she's cussing at her and yelling. She yeah. still went out to the car to try to ride back to her and have a conversation. She's never once tried to walk away. Yeah. And it's like, I can see her clinging on to the dear life of this relationship. And I'm like, at this point, though, I don't know if it's healthy for Jamie to stay in this relationship. I just don't think it is.
1: No. And the way Chris talked to her last episode and, you know, don't yell at me and talk to her like she was a child. And that's all Chris did. Jamie's never cussed at Chris. Never. And Chris was dropping F-bombs left and right and just talking to her like she's a child and just saying, you want to talk? I've got something to say. I'm done. So you didn't even give it a chance. And then to get physical with her, my gosh, I was angry. I felt like I could just reach through the TV and grab Chris myself. I was so mad.
0: That was the only moment in this episode where my jaw hit the floor. Because I've never seen people get physical. Like we yeah. see people at the heated, most heated moments probably of an argument they've ever been in. But we have yep. never seen it get to that point. And the fact that she didn't want her in the car with her, okay, I understand. I don't want you in the car. Give me a minute to cool down. But the to physically push her was just yep. it it got to me. I was she like, She
1: stormed I can't. out and went and stood next to the car. If you didn't want her to follow you and try to make it work. Then why didn't you get your ass in the car and drive off? You stood there and waited for her. So she was waiting to instigate something. I just, I, I, I lost so much respect. So much respect.
0: So this birthday party, do you think that this was planned to cause an explosion? To cause the end of the relationship? Because oh, yeah. she came back after five months. I know her son got into some trouble. Um, She said with drugs and he was arrested and things got really crazy back in Alabama, but do you think that she came back to Columbia for one reason? Was it to just make sure that this was dead? You know, because I was like, because that's,
1: right, about- that's kind of or- how I
0: feel, because the yep. way that she was talking to Jamie, this was the point of no return, Yeah, right? There was no way that they were ever going to make this work the way that they were interacting. I don't want to say they, because Jamie never really interacted in a yeah. way that was a, the point was trying of no return. To talk
1: it out all along. Mm-hmm. Chris wouldn't answer phone calls, wouldn't return messages, none of that. She also posted all over social media that her son was in rehab. She never said anything about drugs. She never said anything about jail. She never said anything about that. And then now on the final episode, it's that he's in jail. Also, how does her son feel about being blasted like that?
0: I was thinking that as well. This is a very personal thing, and he's very young. I think between 18, 19, and 20, he's a very young man. So to have his whole world blasted all over TV, and this could be just one simple mistake of his whole life, Like you don't want to be defined by that. And And it's probably not
1: even him. I've said it all along. Something is going to come out about Chris. Something is going to come out about Chris. And we keep hearing the little snippets of the the tell-all that – there's pictures and text messages leaked. It, I don't think her kid did anything. I think she was using her kid as a cover up.
0: Oh, that that would be so terrible. That would be like a terrible point. Thing. I don't put
1: anything past her. You know what?
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point, we we everyone, everyone is just questioning everything about this situation. Okay. So you're right. We can't really put any question or doubt because we don't know. We honestly are like reaching for straws. We're grabbing for straws. We don't yeah. we, we can't make sense of it. And usually when you can't make sense of something, like you said, there's something not right. And we're eventually gonna find out what's really taking place. And I think that's gonna be an eye opener for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think Jamie is going to feel like redemption. She's going to be able to say, this is what I've been trying to tell you all along, right? She's like, I've been trying to give you this this information and no one has gotten it. Okay, so we run out of time for part one. We're going to come back with part two because TLC treated us with part one of the tell-all tonight. So we're going to discuss what we saw. I'm George Massey. Make sure you find me on all social media platforms at georgemassey, georgemassey georgemassey.com. And anywhere you get your podcast. please follow my co-host Cara too. Her links are right here at the bottom. We'll talk to you guys really soon.